Hello, how are you? Today's episode is a little bit different actually. It is about style, it will loop back to style at the end, but it's about psoriasis. Yeah, sexy. Sounds sexy and stylish, doesn't it? Psoriasis. This week I shared on LinkedIn a post that I didn't expect to get the reaction that it did, in all honesty. I just kind of, I woke up, my psoriasis was sore, I took a photo of it and I decided to post it because, for reasons that I'll go into in this episode of how actually it is linked to business and it's important that we're talking about this kind of stuff. And I have been inundated with messages from people who have either been suffering with it in silence or who have not necessarily realised the severity of what it can be. And me sharing it was actually quite hard. I did hesitate before publishing because I thought, hmm, I'm meant to be someone who works in style. And traditionally what we're told about style is that it doesn't look like this. (laughs) Like It doesn't look like blistered skin, right? But again, as I'm going to go into in this episode, it's all style because it's all part of who you are and we shouldn't hide those bits because then all we're doing is just constructing this fake image of who we are. And I personally think it's much better to embrace and celebrate exactly who we are and from there we reap the rewards of being that person because we are here to be who we are. So without further ado, I will get into this episode and I hope that it helps someone. Even if you don't relate in terms of psoriasis, maybe there's something else that you relate to in this episode. Maybe you know someone who has psoriasis who might need to hear this because it's not actually something that we really talk about a lot. It's kind of just seen as a skin condition and is, as I'll go into, so much more than that so I'd appreciate it and I'm sure they would if you could share it with them and if this episode has been supportive for you please don't hesitate to reach out to me um, you can email me samantha at the style or you can come find me on social media and yeah I would love to talk to you because you shouldn't have to suffer with these things in silence and you shouldn't have to suffer the, with them alone and it's nothing to be ashamed of What is psoriasis? It looks like blistery sore skin. Also, if you can hear some noise on the recording right now, my dog Fred wants to go out for a walk and he's decided to get right up in my face just as I've pressed record and he is sniffing the microphone. Okay, he's gone, he's gone. Clearly, psoriasis is a very interesting topic for Fred. So what is psoriasis? Psoriasis looks like dry, itchy, blistery skin. And to the outside, on the surface, it's just an unsightly skin condition. And I've had all kinds of comments over the years about my psoriasis, you know, people kind of making well-meaning suggestions about things that possibly could help with it. Or to the other end of the spectrum, people being like, what is that? Psoriasis can appear anywhere on your body and I personally mainly get it on my hands 
which again, as you can imagine, is not only uncomfortable because I am very handsy, I use my hands a lot, but also is unsightly because it's not something that I can cover up. And if you have it on your legs, for example, or your chest, which is another area where I've had it before, as painful as it is, you can cover it up. So I mainly get it on my hands and it started when I was in primary school and the triggering event for it to start was being bullied. And I use the terminology triggering event because actually psoriasis can be linked to past trauma, it can be linked to generational trauma, it can be linked to other things that happen to you that perhaps you don't recognise were the real trauma, if that makes sense. So for me, actually, there was another traumatic event that happened to me when I was a kid and that now I know having worked through it all was the triggering event for well, not the trigger event the actual the actual event that caused the thing right but the trigger for the psoriasis to present as dry itchy blistery skin was being bullied and obviously at the time we went to the doctor and the doctor prescribed me with creams. There was a cream called Double Base and represent to all the Double Base kids. It was like this giant tub of cream that I then had to carry around with me, which essentially made the bullying worse, of course, because I was a nerd in the first place and now I'm carrying around this big tub of nerd cream. <laughs> but then I was only a kid and going on from there, having prescribed medications for the psoriasis when it flared up for me and it is to do with stress no one ever actually explained no doctor ever explained to me what psoriasis actually is psoriasis is actually an autoimmune condition so what that means essentially is that there's something i don't want to use the word off but there's something that isn't quite working in your immune system and your body is reacting to that with flare-ups in your skin and other things that can go on as well. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, so none of this is advice. It is just my experience of living with psoriasis because I never talk about it, and I think hopefully it could it could be helpful. That's that's my only hope with this podcast is that it will help somebody in a similar position or dealing with something that is similarly, similarly, that's a strange word, similarly tough to deal with. So it's an autoimmune condition and it can present as skin flare-ups. However, no one ever told me from the age of, what are you in primary school? I think I was about six or seven when it first became a problem for me. And it appeared on my hands and also all over the backs of my ears and it was in my hair. And obviously at that age, it's like, you've got dandruff, gross. Um, but yeah, it is, a, it is actually an autoimmune condition. And the other thing that I only found out recently with psoriasis and it's something that I'm having to kind of come to, come to terms with in how I now manage my health is that it can develop into psoriatic, psoriatic, I hope that's the, the right pronunciation of it, psoriatic arthritis. 
So it can actually lead to the swelling of your joints, tendons, symptoms of arthritis. People with psoriasis can get this. People with psoriasis also, there are studies that show, can be more susceptible to diseases like heart disease. I never knew any of this. And I also never knew what could happen to me if I didn't look after myself. And this is what I want to go into now. And it's a story that I shared on LinkedIn about what happened to me. So I was just living my life thinking, well, you know, I've got psoriasis, it's a skin condition, whatever. I have to have creams to treat it. It can be sore. It flares up in different places. It may be on my inside of my arms at one point, or it might be all over my chest at another point, or my hands are always the place where no matter where else it's flaring up. It will always be on my hands, maybe on the backs of my ears, but it's just one of those things. It's just a skin condition. That's all it is. This is what I thought. I was in a very stressful job as a newspaper editor and it was a job actually most of it I really loved and enjoyed but as you can imagine in that kind of job you are dealing with very tough situations, you are dealing with the public, you are dealing with a lot of abuse which I think I've talked about before, you are dealing with working very long days and nights and back then in my life if we're talking you know my early part of my career I was dealing with other stuff outside of work too and it culminated in me having psoriasis constantly and this continued throughout my career I would always have psoriasis and it just kind of became a thing that would flare up really severely every now and again interestingly as this was happening I also got really bad backache and I did not ever think that the two things could be linked but now obviously I know that arthritis psoriatic arthritis can be a part of psoriasis so I didn't ever assume that there was a link between the two I just thought this well I'm stressed so of course I've got a psoriasis flare-up because I'm always stressed whatever you know everyone's stressed it's the hustle culture that we live in it's the job that I do And as we've talked about before on this podcast, that's all to do with my mindset, limiting beliefs, scarcity. I assumed that worthiness meant working myself to the bone. That is the culture that I grew up in. That was the message that I got from a very young age. That was what I assumed for myself. And that's what I took on for myself. And that's what I did. I worked myself to the bone and I don't necessarily think that it helped at that point that my husband also was a journalist, also was a news editor, also worked in a newsroom. So we were both kind of working these really, really long hours and there was no kind of, there was no one there outside of us to be like, hey, this is, and and a lot of my friends also worked in newsrooms. And so there was no one really being like, hey, this is, um, something needs to change here, guys. Your lifestyle is not conducive to your health. And that was, that's journalism. That's journalism. If you want to be a journalist, it's really tough. That is the thing that you're told in journalism. You kind of get into this, what's the word for it? Not indoctrinated, but you kind of assume, you take on that as your culture. So my whole thought system around my psoriasis was, 
well, I am stressed and my body doesn't cope with stress. The way that it presents as stress, its outlet for stress is psoriasis. Let's fast forward now to 2020, which was the pandemic. In March 2020, my birthday's on the 25th, just in case anyone wants to send me some flowers for my birthday. But it's important that I state that that's when my birthday is because the lockdown happened on the 23rd. So the lockdown happened on the 23rd of March. And I was the editor of several newspapers, including a daily. And like every other industry, journalism, media was hugely impacted by the pandemic. Overnight, our sales massively declined because with printed products, the customer is older people and older people could not go out to get their newspaper. There were also a lot of rumours and fake news circulating about how you could get COVID. So people were worried about actually getting their newspaper delivered because they thought that is someone with COVID might deliver it and then they would get infected. Advertisers dropped off because in a crisis, in a recession, and this is something that we are seeing now that we're heading towards a recession, is that the first thing that that gets squeezed in terms of budget is marketing and advertising. So when you run a product that is basically printed and produced through the revenue it gains from advertising, overnight, gone. And it meant working really, really, really hard to claw back those advertisers, to claw back those readers. And it also obviously meant that we had furlough. So I had quite a few members of staff on furlough. This coupled with the fact that the industry had been under massive transformation, a lot of decline through the entire time that I had been in journalism, meant that we just did not have the staff that we used to have. We did not have the capacity. And yet we had more work to do because not only did we need to produce a daily newspaper and all of its sister titles, we also had this thing called the web. <laughs> and people were flocking to news sites for information about COVID. They could not get enough of information. And that is completely understandable because it was a very scary thing. Perhaps you can remember back. It's kind of strange now to remember back to that time, but it very much was unknown and it was scary and people were looking for trusted sources of information so they were flocking to the website and we had a 24-hour news cycle blog and so from the 23rd of March bearing in mind my birthday was on the 25th I was supposed to be having a little party thing for my birthday that could not happen what do you think I did instead I worked the whole time and that was from my birthday well from March 23rd all the way to the summer and obviously it continued after that, but the summer was a pivotal point because I started to get really bad headaches, really bad headaches, and my eyes felt very sore to the point where I thought that there was something, like, seriously wrong with me. I thought that I might have, like, a tumour or something. I was in a lot of pain. And as well as that, 
I found it very hard to get up and get going in the morning. And I am the kind of person who normally gets up and gets going. Like I'm a bit of a go-getter. It's how I got to the position of being a daily newspaper editor in my 20s as a woman from a working class background in the first place. Like I am a go-getter and it's something that I appreciate about myself. I have a lot of like jump out of bed, let's go. But I found that I could not get out of bed in the morning. And when I did get out of bed, I just kind of cried. And my husband was like, I remember there was one particular Saturday I'd worked about 40 days in a row. I was finally stopping to have some time off on this Saturday and I just could not stop crying. And he was, he obviously found it, this is a joke, but he obviously found it so awkward that he actually went and spent the day at the tip. Like he'd rather be with a stinky pile of rubbish than be with his crying wife. That's obviously not true. But he did go to the tip on that day. Um, And I couldn't stop crying. And he said to me, you have to go and see a doctor. This isn't normal. And obviously I was representing signs of burnout. I didn't necessarily call it burnout. I didn't necessarily say I've got burnout. And I don't think that's the language that you use when you are going through burnout. You think I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm... I've got brain fog. I just feel like crying all the time. What is wrong with me? That's the language that you use. You wouldn't say, oh, you know what? I think I've got burnout. That at the time, there's been more discourse about it recently, but still now working with other clients who've who've had burnout with women in the industry who work with burnout. Yeah, it's not kind of the phrase that you would use. So I was saying stuff like, I'm exhausted, I'm tired. I don't know what's wrong with me. Why am I crying? I'm frustrated. And with that, of course, hello, psoriasis. Psoriasis all over my hands. Psoriasis all over my chest and all over my arms. Mm, It was delicious. If you can imagine really sore skin that's blistery, it's really bloody painful. And that on its own gets you down that weighs on your emotions, just having this really sore area of your body. And obviously when it's on your chest and on the insides of your arms, you can't really, you can't just walk around naked. Like I can't just walk around with my blistery tits out. I have to put clothes on and that causes more pain. It was painful. And that living with a painful condition obviously does not do good things for your mental health but the main problem that I had at this point was really sore eyes my eyes were streaming absolutely streaming and painful and I did not know what the fuck was wrong with me so I went to the doctor guess what it was it was psoriasis I had psoriasis in my eyes yeah imagine blistery painful skin all over the inside of your eyes and psoriasis in your eyes can cause an infection called uvitis and it had caused an infection in my eyes and it had damaged my sight i'll just leave that there in the open for you that is how serious psoriasis is psoriasis got into my eyes psoriasis caused an infection in my eyes i have to wear quite strong glasses now Okay, and obviously some of that's to do with getting older, macular degeneration, all that kind of stuff. But my psoriasis impacts my eyesight. And I never knew that. No one ever 
told that to me. Maybe it was on me to have Googled it. Maybe it was on me to have looked after myself a bit better. As I've explained, I was caught in this trap of just work, 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 hustle culture, which is so, it's just perpetuated in our society as the thing that we're supposed to do. But yeah, no doctor ever explained to me actually the serious impact of psoriasis. So at that point, I made the decision to quit my newspaper job. I felt like it was a long time coming, if I'm being honest, because I knew that I was suffering and my body was literally screaming out to me, like, you're in danger, girl. This is not okay. I am blistered to fuck. We need to get out of this. That is what my body was telling me with my psoriasis. And it was a warning system that my body has. And in one way, as a nice lady pointed out on the LinkedIn post that I wrote, perhaps that's something to be grateful for. Not everyone has that warning system. Some people have loads of stress, don't really recognise it's stress, and then have a heart attack, whereas mine manifests itself as this skin condition. But what's important to know about it is that actually it's what's going on underneath the skin because it's not psoriasis is not just a skin condition and that's how it's seen it's just like oh you know oh so what you've got dry itchy skin no it's it's actually an autoimmune condition thank you and I don't need to be kind of it doesn't need to be looked at as like gross or disgusting like there's nothing wrong with me it's just a part of who I am and This is what I want to get into in this episode, which has been blathering on for 20 minutes now. Get to the fucking point, Sam, please. But it's important for you to have the context of how I ended up quitting my job, finally starting my business and dealing a bit better with my symptoms of psoriasis. And since then, having gone through a lot of like therapy, coaching, launching my business, changing the way that I think and the things I believe about myself, the things I believe to be true about myself, the things that I believe to be true about the way we should work, thankfully I have had hardly any flare-ups. But currently I am going through a flare-up and I also have really bad back pain and I'm slightly worried that my back's going to give out again because that's what happens when my back goes, it, it goes. And this is all linked to my psoriasis. And so I decided to just share this picture on LinkedIn because I think it's important when you have a public persona, which we all do, we all have a public persona. We all have this side of ourselves or this image of ourselves that we give to the world. And then there's so much more behind that. But when you have this kind of public image or persona it can feel a bit fake it feels a little bit fake if I instead of posting that picture of my psoriasis yesterday posted a picture of me in a like nice outfit hair on point you know hands out of frame that would have felt to me out of integrity and I just thought this needs to be shared because this is life and actually this does impact business Your well-being is absolutely integral to business. My story shows that. I ended up not only ill, but I ended up quitting newspapers when actually... Do you know what? I was a really good editor and I'm a really good journalist and I know I still edit magazines, but it's a very different 
style of journalism. It's a very kind of slower, nicer pace of life. I was a really good newspaper editor, but I had to put my health first. And this is why psoriasis, well-being, health is so integral to business. And this is why employers need to take their people's health seriously. Because what happens if they don't? Number one, burnout. So people will go off sick. So they have to have the sick pay. But we don't want it ever to get to that point because actually we want to care about our people. The second thing that can happen ultimately is that they leave. They're going to leave and all that training, all that skill that they have is off and you have to spend a fortune trying to replace them and trying to train up the next person to their level. But the the thing when they're in the business is this. If they're dealing with pain, they're less likely to show up in the way that they want to and in the way that you want them to. They may feel embarrassed. They may feel like they can't speak up or they can't do that presentation or they can't lead that meeting. All of these things are affecting your business and it's the same with style, right? We talk about, I've talked about in the last few episodes, if you don't feel good in yourself... You're less likely to show up. You're less likely to ask for promotion. You're less likely to believe that you are worthy of having those things. And I know for certain that these are thoughts that I've had in my mind about myself because of my psoriasis. Like, I've thought, how can I be a style coach? How can I be a magazine editor? I've got this quote-unquote unsightly thing. And these are all thoughts that you are having in business. And that is why it's so important that we do talk about this in a business context because it is impacting what your employees give to you and what you give yourself if you are someone who is struggling with or dealing with this stuff. Just pausing here because I do still have a bit of a flu thing going on and I've just listened back and I can hear it in my voice so apologies for that but I should add this is all part of having psoriasis it takes you longer to get over stuff and it can present in flu-like symptoms which again I had no fucking idea about I had no idea that actually this isn't just a skin thing it's a whole body thing that's happening so when it comes to your style Why am I talking about this? Why does psoriasis matter? No, red blistery flaky skin is probably never going to be in. Like, it's not going to be the next hot thing for the fashion magazines. But that's the important point. Fashion and style are not the same. And people like me think that fashion... No, people like me think style isn't for us because of this thing that we have, because of this lump and bump or this scar or this cellulite or whatever whatever it is on our bodies, we think that style is not for us. We feel like an imposter because we have this and the image that we have of style is what we grew up with, which is, you know, perfect looking bodies without any blemishes, without any freckles, without a hair out of place. The thing is, that's fashion, hun. Style and fashion are not the same. Style can be whatever the fuck you say that it is because style is completely unique to you. And in 
posting on LinkedIn about my own trepidation of posting that photo and the fact that I work in style a few of the comments really hit home and made me think about this and one of them was that you know a lot of people would find it hard to assimilate themselves with being stylish or would find it hard to recognize that they are worthy of style or they are worthy of wearing things that make them feel good because they have this skin condition but what I'm trying to do is help people see that no matter what your body looks like, no matter what your body feels like, no matter what is going on in your body, it's absolutely for you because your clothes can actually make you feel better. If I, today, I've got a psoriasis flare-up on my hands, I, I'm actually, in a minute, after recording this, I'm going to a networking event. And instead, what I could do is make some excuses, stay at home, sit around in my loungewear, how is that going to make me feel? Do you know what I'm going to do instead? I'm going to put on this really cool um, oversized floral suit that I've got and I'm going to go and it's going to make me feel 10 times better than if I'd have sat with it and thought to myself, you're not worthy of dressing up today, Sam, because you've got blistery skin and it's unsightly and you're gross. And then I would get into this spiral of shame and negative self-talk. By switching up your outfit, instantly, you're giving yourself a little bit of a boost. And it may not be something that you feel at the time, but if it's Monday today and you do this throughout the week, and you really treat yourself and you look after yourself and you dress your body in a way that it deserves, you will feel the difference. In times of stress or struggle or illness honestly like showing dressing up in a way that supports you is the best thing you can do continuing with your self-care is the best thing you can do when we get ill or when we get down or when things aren't quite going our way what we tend to do is be on this unhelpful thought loop of it's not working i give up and we then neglect ourselves the thing that always goes out of the window particularly for women, and I see this in clients, is ourselves and our self-care and the things that we do for us. That's always the first thing that goes out the window. And that was the first thing that went out the window for me, hence why I ended up with an infection in my eyes because I wasn't taking care of myself first. And that is what is so important is that you're taking care of yourself first. When things are going to shit, when you feel out of kilter, when you feel uncertain, that is really the time to nail down into your routine and feel good and dress in a way that supports you. Every day, ask yourself of your wardrobe, what today will will physically and emotionally support me? What is going to hold me throughout the day? What is going to give me that little bit of extra confidence that I need not even to just get through an event but just to get through the day just to like make it through another day of suffering with this condition or of feeling low or of my business going slowly what's going to support me today emotionally and physically and that is where style comes in because style and fashion aren't the same fuck off fashion like we don't we don't need that we're not talking about that 
we're reclaiming style. Style was taken away from us by people that want to sell us things for problems that we don't have, that tell us that we need to fix our flaws. When they're not flaws at all, they're just part of being human. That's what that's what style was, stole, was stolen away from us as being. And actually, style's been conflated with fashion. That's fashion. Fashion is this weird cycle over and over again of someone who is lauded as like a creative genius telling us what we should be wearing this season. You know who's going to tell me what I'm going to be wearing this season? I am. That's who. That's who that's who I dress for. I dress for me. And I want the same for you. I want you to dress for you and I want you to dress in a way that supports you and supports your body. And from there you get a more elevated sense of self-worth. And then when stuff happens, like you have a psoriasis flare up, instead of thinking I need to power through because the underlying message that I, or the underlying belief that I have of myself is that I'm unworthy and I have to power through because if I don't, that means something about me. That means that I'm a failure. Actually take a step back and think what is the best thing for me in this moment? The best thing in this moment might be for me to take some time off. And I feel worthy enough of making that decision and I don't feel guilty about it. That is the compound effect of doing these things day by day that will look after you. So I hope this has been helpful. I feel like I say that on every episode. I hope this has been helpful, but I genuinely obviously do. It's the reason that I'm recording it. Dog sniffing the microphone and everything. He's actually laying very close to me now and he's asleep which means he may start snoring in a minute which means that I should probably go and you may also be able to hear my neighbours are like leaving the close that we live in to go to work which quite frankly is fucking rude I'm trying to record a podcast here thank you guys but yeah I just I wanted to get this message out because I want you to know that it's okay. Like you aren't alone. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. And if you are living with psoriasis and this this podcast episode has made you realize that, go and see a doctor. You can get you can get creams over the counter from your pharmacist, but it is important to go and see a doctor and just look into psoriasis a bit more because it isn't just something that can be dealt with through a topical skin cream because actually psoriasis is a warning sign that other stuff is going on inside your body that it's your body's manifestation of stress it's your body saying to you hey we gotta do something here we gotta slow down a little bit and I wish I'd known that before and I'm having to take steps now to look after my health a little bit better I mean, I'm in my 30s, so I feel like a creaky old woman anyway. But I need to take steps to manage my care a little bit better so that my psoriasis and the autoimmune stuff that is part of that doesn't impact me too much in later life. And no matter what, I'm going to dress how I bloody want to anyway. So, you know, that's the that's the closing sentiment of this episode is that you have nothing to be ashamed of and you do deserve to dress in a way that supports you and you do deserve to get the care that you need 
from health professionals, but also from yourself. you for tuning into the style uncovered podcast today i really hope that it has resonated with you or that it's given you something to think about or that it's encouraged you to go ahead and do the thing if that's you i would love for you to let me know come over to instagram at the style editor uk or find me on linkedin or send me an email samantha at the style editor.co.uk and let me know and if you could also it would be amazing if you could take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your stories or share it on your social media somewhere or just share it with someone who may need to hear it because I put out this podcast with the intention of serving and helping people and it's not going to get into the ear holes of the right people if you can't if you're not helping with with that so if you appreciate this content if you appreciate this podcast if you've liked this episode and you think hmm other people might need to hear this too please do share i would love that if you have any questions comments things that you like to discuss for future episodes or you want to find out more about working with me one-to-one send me a message and we can chat you can actually also book a call with me direct through my website www.thestyleeditor.co.uk all of the links are in the show notes until next time bye bye